Well, thanks for listening. If you like the episode and you want to support more shows like this, make a small donation as low as 99 cents a month. Hit the support button in the Anchor Network. Or you can sponsor an episode highlighting your own school. Hit me up. Can we keep it real? You want to sponsor the show? And thank you to our sponsor, PocketCast.com. PocketCast has all new functions, uh, easy search results, uh, listen without subscribing. So go check out PocketCast.com. It's in your app store. Or you can go to Google Play Store and download it now. You'll be glad you did. So shout out to PocketCast.com. Let's get into this. And thanks for listening and keep coming back and support. Can We Keep It Real podcast. Bringing unsung sports to you. We're back with another Rhode Island sports episode. We're talking a proud basketball coach, Coach Dean. How you doing, Coach? How's everything? I'm all right, Mikey. How you doing, man? How's your summer? You know, it's it's going good. You know, I'm glad. You know, the fall sports is coming around. You know, um, actually, this the summer sports was pretty good too over here in Westley. You, you know, the girls had a good had had another championship. Tennis team won a good championship. So. I've been all dedicated to the to the sports program. You, you know, I I love the kids and I love doing this for them. But that's what my summer was pretty much. How about yours? It was good. We had um we did things a little differently from a basketball standpoint this summer. We actually, as opposed to playing in the summer league, we opted out this year and we had a workout every Monday and then every Wednesday we had a scrimmage. So we probably ended up nine or ten very competitive scrimmages this year, which I think on both sides, it was good for, for both coaches and teams. We did a couple uh, three-way scrimmages with Pilgrim, with Barville. Um, we've done, yeah, I think uh, quite a bit. North Smithfield was in the mix, so it's been really helpful for us. Chattahoe got in a three-way with us, so it was good. good. Yeah, it's very good. You know, like, um, we already know what happened to your team. Last season, uh, what do you see going forward into the upcoming season? Um, it's hard to tell, and I think every coach will tell you this. I mean, it's hard to to really gauge in the summer. I mean, you have a sense. Um, I will say this, and we had our exit interview with uh, exit summer interviews with the kids uh, last week, and you know, part of the message was like these guys really care about each other and I know it's cliche I know whatever but you can see it like on the floor it's just different like they um, obviously there's sometimes there's challenges in putting up points or making defensive stops or but they do a really good job of like kind of moving on like the goldfish rule right it's you remember something for three seconds and you don't dwell on it you kind of move on and they've they've done a pretty good job of that I think they um, they definitely are um they're tight, they're goofy, they're good kids, and, you know, I don't know, it's really, it's hard to tell, but I will say, from a character standpoint, uh, there's a good group here, they, I mean, they fight, they're, they're good guys, too, so, I'm excited, I really am. Well, I know Coach Fortin talks highly about the kids he has at Prout doing the co-op for the uh, football program, you know, I, he even made one of them is actually a captain, um, so he talks highly about about the kids. He said they're, they're good kids, they're respectable kids, and, you know, and um, he hopes to continue, you know, what he's doing with, with the co-op. But it just gets so tough with sports in a whole because it's so expensive. And 
So I think a lot of parents are misinformed about, you know, about the injuries and, you know, what what happens and parents are so overprotective about their kids. Where do you see sports going, like, in the future? Is it going to be the has and has nots, you know, like the schools? You know, that's a tough one. I think, I mean, even if you look at the co-op situation for Prowl, I think really the challenge, I don't necessarily think it's lack of, you know, understanding at this point. I just think it's the proximity because the challenge at Proud is obviously we're not a community school to the extent of a traditional community school, like a regional school. So the issue becomes how do you get kids from Wakefield to EWG for practice? And that's just that the microcosm for Proud. I think generally speaking, it's a tough spot, right? Because if you look at the news, you look at you know injuries, there's injuries in every sport. You could argue that soccer probably has more concussions than you know, these other sports. And you can also argue that the technology is probably greater than it ever has been. I mean, you can ask Coach Fortin. I'm sure the time that they spent in helmet technology and, you know, all the areas, I think it's not, you know, I think it's cyclical. I think the numbers vary. And it, I mean, we've all seen it. The numbers in basketball, baseball, soccer, football, they decline and then they go back up. They decline and they go back up. So I don't, you know, there's always a competitive nature and with a lack of kids playing at parks and playing outside as much as they used to, I think there's involvement. I think we're okay. I just think it's, you know, it's a downtime out potentially. But I would argue at some schools it's way up. So I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. I don't even really know how to answer it without saying that, you know, kids want to play sports. Kids want to be competitive. So whatever that sport is, they find a way to play. You know, it's just on us as coaches, as parents to educate about safety and those those types of concerns, you know. Now, part of your Hall of Fame, I think, Miss Menez, I believe I read that um, she's your co-AD now, and she was elected to the Hall of Fame off her volunteer status. Um, what do you think she's going to bring to the program? You think it's going to be electrified? Because it has been rumored for a long time that Prout wants a football team. Um, you you know you said it last time that you you guys are building um we're gonna have a turf field the independent newspaper mentioned the turf field um do you see a lot of buzz coming with Miss Menez? Yeah, um, she's um yeah she does a really good job and I mean you you want to talk about somebody that's vested into the school system? There's somebody that you know she goes above and beyond and you know it's it's a balance for me for the last three years with her son, right? So you have to understand where her role is, a parent plus AD plus volunteer to make sure that, you know, the big picture is we're all focused on proud. And what she brings is that, like you, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that puts in the time and effort and, you know, it's amazing the amount of time that she puts into the system. So that's, that's huge, especially, you know, for any sports program, when you have somebody like her, you have somebody like, Coach Miranda that comes in and understands on the coaching side, now you have two levels, right? You have both people put in vast amount of time and energy into their respective craft, whether it's coaching, whether it's the school system, whatever that is, and now you combine that, and ultimately from a coaching standpoint, it helps quite a bit, because now you have support from all angles. Yeah, but um, Kelly's been really good and helpful, and we've had conversations. I mean, you know, my season doesn't start until December 2nd, and we've already, you know, we've laid out our practice plan for the year, our schedule's done, you know, and they've been part of that. Her and actually, you know, keeping um, Dwayne in the loop as well. 
Yeah, Dwayne, um, you know, I know Dwayne the last couple of years from coaching in Westerly, and, and his resume is outstanding. And, like, I met some college coaches this year that, that knew who Dwayne was right away and couldn't say enough about him. My son thinks of Dwayne as a father figure. I was like, you know, and, and he was like, I hope you ain't mad, Dad. And I said, no, I'm actually, you know, I'm blown away. But, yeah, no, Dwayne, Dwayne is a great, great guy, and um, his heart's in the right place. And I think he's going to do... Big things at Prout, you know, I really think Prout, I think he has a vision, you know, and Prout has a vision, and I think together, y'all are going to be able to do big things, and you're right, an athletic director is a lot of responsibility, and it's tough for one person to do, so you have a mind like Kelly's and a mind like Dwayne, you put it together, and you have a pretty, a pretty good weapon. Yeah, we're, um, yeah, we're really, I'm excited, and again, and you know, I've known Dwayne just through, I've met him a couple times over the last couple of years, and we have sort of the same philosophy, I think. You know, it's hard, too, because, you know, if you look at a team overall at any sport, you're judged by, you know, wins and losses, obviously, but I think, you know, when you start talking about effort and character and all those things that sometimes get lost, I think, you know, it's also the experience that a... Uh, you know, a boy or girl has in high school. Like, you take that with you. So, it's, you know, it's a combination of playing a sport and then that experience, like I said, the experience. Whether it's, you know, you're going over film at a pizza place or you're, you know, like little things that help, I think, with the kids. And I, you know, and I also think what Dwayne understands is the time outside of practice. Like, what we're all doing as coaches at every um, at every sport, you know, all the stuff we're doing on our own, we try to film the administrative side, like all those things add up and it's a lot of time. Um, but, and it's, that's why from a coaching standpoint, it's good to have another coach because they, they, they have a sense, you know, so, you know, all the time that Kelly puts in from the, from her side, all the support she gives us, plus, you know, you have a, a view from a coach kind of, you know, I need to beat the drum on it, but it, it's helpful for us because they get it it's easy for us it's a little bit easier you know you're absolutely right like let I me mean, i can vouch for Dwayne. like i he's gonna put his work in 100 percent. i seen him here after the season's over turkey day's over the next day what's he doing he's preparing for the next season like the guy just he loves football and he loves sports and he just like hardly ever takes time off and he knows what it takes for other coaches you know and you know very smart guy and i think you guys are lucky to get him and I'm happy for Dwayne and you know it's like bittersweet you know because my son plays for Dwayne and I'm a Wesley guy and you know I didn't want to see him leave you know what I mean so um but I'm happy for him because we're friends um and I want to see Dwayne you, you know make make the best for his family he's still got kids growing up you know and um so it's gonna be good for him it's gonna be good for pro and uh, maybe you guys can compete with Hendrickson one day hey that would be nice and I think you know it is, you're right, it's the balance. It's, you know, and I always, like, from a coaching standpoint, you always have to respect the football guys. I mean, you you know, from a basketball side, you got 22 to 24 kids that you're trying to get buy-in. These guys have 100, you know, that you get on, you know, the same sort of buy-in. That That's impressive to me. And, I, you know, I love to check out a couple practices, and it's, you know, just to see how it's done. Because, again, quite frankly, to get... 24 kids to buy in is a challenge enough, let alone 100. It, it's, that's impressive to me. Yeah, they listen to Dwayne. Um, 
You know, because Dwayne's a, a tough, hard-nosed coach, and they know you don't listen. There's consequences. And uh, let me tell you, Dwayne pays attention to even what's going on in the corner. Um, but, yeah, he's got all these kids dialed in. You know, um, we're going to also be doing the Westerly Life live streams again this year. I'm actually going to be hosting the, um, I don't know if you caught them last season, we did the football games were live on Facebook Live, which we caught a lot of viewers, you know, and, um, you know, so you can check that out too coming up. But um, what else do you have? you have any fundraisers coming up? Anything you want to let the people know? No, I think, you know, we, now with the Interscholastic League rule change, we're allowed to work out three kids for one hour, three times a week with school approval. So that's one thing that I think has uh, lessened, uh, lessened the, um, I guess, the tightness around how, what we can do with our kids, where before it was no interaction, period, until December 2nd, the official kickoff. So that's one thing, too, I think, from a coaching standpoint, to be able to get a few of the kids that aren't in fall sports um, some workouts um, is good. Like, that helps all of us as basketball coaches to kind of give our guys an hour a clip three times a week. You know, again, with approval, um, it, it helps quite a bit. I mean, that little bit, you know, is a good start, but it helps us kind of work our guys and gals and get them ready for the season. Oh, you're, um, mm. A little bit earlier. You're absolutely right, you know, because some sports like, like football, you know, for you to be, you know, I think that takes year-round preparation, it's a lot on your body. Some kids play two sports, you know, and, you know, you could do, like, weights with the kids, but you can't teach them, like, football stuff, and I think I'm glad Rhode Island kind of loosened it up a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they got rule changes coming, and um, we're going in the right direction, and Rhode Island is definitely being recognized as a sports state. Um, the recruiter at UMass Dartmouth, he recruits Rhode Island very, very heavy. Ryan McCormick, I think he took a dozen Rhode Island kids this year all over, all over the state. Um, Joshua Sirt from Westerly, he took someone from EWG, uh, all over the place. So um, I'm glad you have colleges now, more camps are coming to Rhode Island and starting to recognize that we have some sports players, soccer players, basketball lacrosse, football, you know, track and field, you know, Rhode Island does have some, a good sports program, you know, we don't get the attention that Florida and Texas has because we don't put the same amount of money into our programs, um, but you need to have the money to put the money into it, but, um, there you go, hey, how's your field coming, right, don't you have a vault coming up pretty soon, is that what's going on at Westerly? Yes, we had a feasibility, feasibility study a few weeks ago that got approved and, they're trying to see if we can, you know, raise them, raise the funds to put, you know, to put turf down, which is badly needed. I mean, this feels very old. Um, grass is nice, but grass just cannot keep. URI's putting a new field in because they can't keep up with it. Um, and it, there's just too many holes everywhere. But the field looks good now. They, um, they cut it. They got it nice and green. And, um, you know, they, they replaced a couple spots, you know, like where the, where the place kicker goes. And, but eventually... They just need to, it's safer for the kids. It's better for the community turf fields. Uh, everyone I talked to with the new technology said it's safe. They like it. Players like it. Coaches like it, you know, and all the new studies are saying you know, there's no proof of cancer or this or that, you know, but you're still going to have your naysayers, but it's expensive. But you know what? It pays 
it pays for itself, you know, you can have summer camps, you know, uh, you can have, you can have band camps, you can have all types of things, and you can have unlimited use, so hopefully we can get the turf field in the next couple of years, not eight years, nine years, but some people are coming around. Yeah, I mean, you want to you build up an argument against injury, just take a look at some of the local fields after today when it rains all day with the holes and the divots and the, I mean, that's you're probably more likely to get hurt in those environments versus a nice turf field with proper drainage. Oh, know? definitely. And I raised the same argument. And, you know, like Westerly Field, when it would rain, it'll, you know, flood up with water. Burrowville has a horrible field, you know. And, and Burrowville and Westerly are two of the premier football schools in the state outside Hendrick and, and LaSalle. Like, they've been around a long time. You know, and these are football towns, and there's no reason why these fields should be kept in this type of, you know, condition, you know, and it just comes down to the same thing. We build them, but we don't maintain nothing. (laughs) That's an argument for you to have. I'm, you know, I'm I'm excited about fall to start. We're ready to go. Yes, yes. Thank God sports (laughs) is here. But thank you, Coach Dean. And um, I'll talk to you soon. And you're welcome anytime. Mikey, appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon, bud. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.